Welcome to episode 146 of The Space In Between. I am your host, Phoebe Leona, and today we're going to talk about how to embrace all of you, the paradoxes that are all of you within you and around you. Um, we talked about the word polarity, right? These can be synonymous, but I tend to lean into the word paradox, um, and we'll explain why in a little bit. Um, but before we get in deep, dive deep into our conversation, a couple things happening here. We have done a lot of digging into this experience in our collective membership program this month. And we're still going, um, but we're, what I love about what's happening right now in our community is that we're coming together each week, having these types of conversations that we do here on the podcast, but we're live, right, for the most part, as best as we can uh, on Zoom so that we can reach more people and exploring these, these ideas, these, these things that are within us that are always happening, but we might be too busy in the outer world to really sit with them. So I like to think of Nomad as being that sacred pause, the space in, in between, if you will. Those places where we can come together and really sit together and look at things through maybe a new lens or giving us our space to just look and discover what is. Um, that we haven't really allowed ourselves to do before. So if you want to have more of these deeper conversations with us or just sit and listen and be a part of it and be in that, that field of energy, I invite you into our Nomad Collective membership. You can go and visit us at thenomadcollective.org. We have some other great things like self-paced practices. I like to think of them as self-motivated practices, right? So that you can explore yoga, meditation, other practices like Movement 109 that I offer, um, body talk. I love Coco's pro program on body talk, where basically what we're using all of these tools is to calm the nervous system, to drop down into the nervous system because everything out here is just heightening our awareness, keeping us in that fight or flight. And so the more that we can commit to being in the what we call the rest and digest system, where we calm our nervous system, we become more embodied, like we talked about last week, how to be fully in your body, to be fully present in the experience of what is here right now. We start to make more conscious choices. We start to be the ripple effect of the change that we want to see in the world. So we have a beautiful community, lots of resources there. I invite you to join us over. Again, you can visit us at thenomadcollective.org. And something else that I'm calling out to my dear friends who are leaders in this world, whatever it is that you're leading, you're leading with hearts. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. I want to hear your story. I want to share it with the world. We're hosting a summit in April. More details to come for those of you who are just listening. Um, but we, we want to have these conversations of what leadership looks like, right, in terms of your own personal world. Maybe there are some challenges that you had to overcome. 
Are there different practices that helped you really step into the role that you are as a leader now? Maybe talk about the bigger issues that are happening in the world in terms of around leadership and what we can do collectively to help be the change. So if you if that resonates with you, if you're feeling like, yes, and this doesn't mean you have to be a CEO of a big corporation. I want to talk to the solopreneurs who are out there showing up every single day, leading with their heart in the world. I want to talk to... Um, Anybody who feels that they have some sort of leadership role, that might even be the leadership role in your, in your family, right? Um, I want to talk to you. I want to hear your stories. We want to share this and bring these stories of leadership together. So go ahead over to my website, our website, thenomadcollective.org. There's an application to fill out and we'll, um, we'll be in touch with you because we want to hear your story. So those are things that are happening over at Nomad Land. And here, would love, if you love listening, you're checking in, you've been with us, you're just joining us for the first time, like this, share it, review it, subscribe to it. We need your help to keep the energy flowing, right? To keep these words continuing to be the ripple out through the airwaves of podcast lands. So please be of assistance and also if you're watching this video on youtube you can like it there and you can subscribe and you can share we'd love that to be so grateful for it so let's move onward so here we are today talking about how to embrace all of you but first we have to have another conversation to have a conversation around symbols particularly the cross the cross And what you might be seeing a lot more recently is the figure eight on its side, the infinity sign. And so what does this have to do with embracing all of you? Well, we'll get there. So something that came into my awareness um, was probably about a year ago, maybe a little bit more, was um, when I was taking a program, a class with my teacher, one of my teachers, Alexander John Shia who has a beautiful background. He's a spiritual leader, but he also has a background in anthropology. He studied also with Joseph Campbell and Notre Dame. um, And he uses the language of Christianity primarily through his teaching. And in this class, he was talking about the cross, right? We had this whole conversation around the crucifixion of Jesus. And he was talking first of just the symbol of what the cross represents this transfiguration of holding the opposites and we kind of touched on this last week of the polarity right holding the opposites right and in the cross we actually have four points but then to be able to sit in the middle that's really what the cross represents is to have all of these opposites and sit in the middle to hold it all but what happened is that we put Jesus on the cross Sort of, yeah. So the really interesting thing that he was sharing with us was he had the opportunity, um, Alexander John had the opportunity to go to the Vatican a number of years ago, and they walked through down this whole long hall of art, the history of Christianity, beautiful pieces of art, paintings and such, and it's in chronological order, and he was walking through and he, he 
realized about halfway through, oh my gosh, there's Jesus on the cross. And he was like, wait a second. And this was like the 14th century, I believe. And he said, wait a second. I don't think we saw this before. And he went all the way back and walked through again. And he was correct. He hadn't seen any representation of Jesus actually on a cross. And so he got really curious about this and he went and he would, he did his history, you know, he went back and looked at history and he saw that at the time when there were crucifixions, they were on more of like a pillar. Yeah, they were just wrapped around a pillar and there was no part of the arms extended out to the side like a cross. And so he got really curious about this and because of his, you know, studying of anthropology and studying with Joseph Campbell, who was, you know, also studied with Carl Jung, who's really about symbology, he had this deeper conversation. He said, okay, I know that symbols show up in our collective consciousness to teach us something. So why did this symbol of holding the opposites that you know, finding the opposites and holding the center. Why did we put Jesus on there in the 14th century when that wasn't the actual story, you know, when he was crucified? And so that, that question came up in our class, and he said, I, I don't know fully the answer, but, you know, he had to end the class, and I was like, oh, you know, like we didn't get to go deep into the conversation. But when I came home after that class and I was really thinking about it, I was meditating and I was visualizing, you know, that image that we've all seen, whether you are a practicing Christian or not, I am not, I'm just curious, Um, but I know it well, right? It's just in our collective consciousness, whether you're Christian or not, you know that image, right? And I was visualizing it and I was seeing, right, the nails at the wrists, right? The head hanging, the elbows sort of slump, like everything was slumping, Everything was slumping. And so what he had been saying in the cross is that we hold these opposites, right? We There's tension of the opposites and we hold the middle. And I was looking at this image of what we all see as to be Jesus. And I was like, there's no tension there. He's given up. He's suffering. He is collapsed, right? There's no tension there. And then in my meditation, what I saw was an image that is in all of our bodies, right? When you experience joy, what do you do? Right? Maybe you don't literally do this all the time, but I've had so many moments of joy where I just stretched my arms out, my palms facing up to the sky, my heart rises up to the sky. And what is there? There's actually a sense of a big breath of air. There's a big sense of tension with this, you know, this light, this joy, this, this freedom, And I thought, something did get lost, right? We somehow put Jesus on this cross, but there was this no tension. All it was was the polarity, the duality. We got stuck in the suffering. And so what if, what if we see that there is something bigger, more expansive, more opportunity for growth and joy if we just turned our palms up and shined our heart up and let ourselves feel, be that tension, embrace all of the paradoxes within ourselves. What if? What if? And so that leads us to another symbol. 
the infinity sign. Now, it's really funny because, let's see, when I started kind of sitting with and receiving all of these different experiences of what turned into my movement practice, Movement 109, um, I was studying with my teacher, Elizabeth Andes Bell and Bruce Bell, and they were evolving. She was my first yoga teacher, and she was doing, they were doing a lot of work now, diving deep into the fascia, understanding, you know, the, the, the importance of the somatic practice of not just yoga, but of movement in general, right? And she was having us do these figure eight movements in the body in various ways. And, and so I really brought that that medicine into movement 109 because I thought, you know what, whenever I take these figure eights in my body, I'm recognizing that there are places in my body that feel like a little stuck or stagnant sometimes. And I'm, and I'm just seeing that, oh, I'm making new choices. I'm kind of going around them sometimes. Maybe I'm like forcing my way through them just to like, yeah, I want to like clear it out. Right. So I was noticing I was having a dialogue with these figure eights. And so that was a huge part of the medicine that is in within the work, groundwork of our Movement 109 practice. And so that was happening, I think, six or seven years ago. But in the meantime, I don't know about you, but I've started to see other brands have this visual of figure eight, of the infinity sign. I've started to see it not just in spiritual communities or in somatic the somatic world, but even, I think, even the metaverse has some sort of eight there. Um, I'm starting to see it in places that it's interesting. It's like, hmm, that's interesting. I wonder what that infinity sign is meaning for them, right? And so here we are in another moment where the collective consciousness is seeing the symbol. And I was re- sitting with that and I was looking back at, you know, what Elizabeth shared and what I also learned from from other more ancient practices was the representation of the figure eight in general is holding the opposites, holding the opposites. And then that it's actually the bringing them together, meeting them in the middle. And so what I like about this figure eight that's different from the cross, right? Is that the cross looks somewhat stagnant, right? You're on this end of the spectrum, you're on the other end of the spectrum, but then you got to find your way in the middle. But there's something beautiful about this eight where we have the opposite sides, those two curves, right? But there's this fluid like gesture in between them, connecting in the center. There's a whole journey as you travel from one side to the other side. And so I think that's why it's the symbol is coming into our collective consciousness again. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you're like, I haven't seen a figure eight, I haven't seen an infinity sign, just start to look around. Just, I invite you just to start to look at brands, especially like brands, I'm seeing it a lot. Just just start to notice, just like put that out there and see if you if you see what I'm seeing. Um. Because I'm not the only one. I've actually I've actually asked other people. I'm like, are you seeing the infinity sign too? Is it just because I created Movement 109 and there's this, you know, finding infinity within? Because that's our, you know, that's our whole thing is finding the infinity within, and you have that figure eight moving. And I was like, no, other people are seeing it too. So I invite you to notice that. Which brings us now to you. 
<laughs> what are all these symbols have to do with you and embracing all of you? Well, I have a short exercise that I'm going to walk you through, but I invite you, whether you're listening or watching this podcast now, I invite you to kind of maybe step through it with me, but go deeper into it another time without my voice so you can really be in your own body, in your own experience. And so this is a little bit of a journal um, a journal exercise, and I'm going to kind of walk you through it right now. But you're going to get out a piece of paper and a pen or whatever you want to write with, and you're going to write on one side of your page. Well, you actually have, let me say it in a different way. You're going to have two columns. Yeah, so you're going to have one column on one side of the page and, and a second column on the other side of the page. And what we want to do is write all of our paradoxes, all of our, our polarities. So sometimes you experience um, anxiety, sometimes you have peace, sometimes you feel isolated, sometimes you feel connected, right? Sometimes you feel homeless, sometimes you feel at home. Sometimes you're in the doing state, then you can be in the being. Like put down, just brainstorm, and don't put down the things necessarily that I just said, I'm just giving you examples, but take a moment and breathe and connect, get your your pen and your, your hand. And without labeling it, without judging yourself, without filtering yourself, just write everything out that you feel is a polarity within you, right? That is opposite tendencies, even in yourself, right? So this is part of the practice that I was initiating in our conversation last week of taking that radical responsibility. Stop pointing the fingers outside in the world and choosing a side and saying that if you're not in this side, you're out, right? But actually taking that sacred pause like we talked about and looking at how you already have these contradictions in yourself in some way. So write that out and it's important that you use your hand holding the pen. It's actually a somatic practice just by writing is a somatic practice. It's in your body. You're receiving it, right? As opposed to just typing with your thumbs on your phone, right? Write it out. And also because of the exercise we're going to do now and just write out a couple of things. And I'm just going to write one for the sake of the, the visual for those of you on, um, YouTube, yeah. And then what you're going to do, so it'll look something like this if you're on YouTube. I don't know if you can see, actually. This probably doesn't <laughs> really work because it's probably a mirror anyways. But you write out the words on one side and the other side. And then what we do, this is the really meditative piece, is to take your pen and to draw the infinity sign around those words. Yeah. I'll have to give some sort of visual. That's not happening in my video, but that's okay. But you're going to get that figure eight so that the words are inside of each circle of the eight. And then you're just going to continue to trace with your pen or your paper, I mean, your, your pencil or your marker or whatever you're using. Continue to go around the figure eight and see how you can bring those two words in the middle. And as you continue to trace around in the figure eight, 
Continue to breathe. Continue to notice how the body feels from when you wrote those two words to now dropping into this meditative state of the figure eight, going around and around. And you might also find that you want to reverse that figure eight, and that's fine too. You might find that you're going faster on one part of this eight and then slower on the other. Just notice. We need, don't need to know why or how. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just letting yourself trace around the eight. This infinity, bringing the two opposites together. And then when you feel that you are complete with that, you'll go on to the next two groups of letters, of words, and then just trace that figure eight. So you're just going to go down the page and make figure eights around each pairing of your polarities, your paradoxes. And each time you go, you're just breathing, you're noticing how the body feels, if there are any other emotions that are flowing through you, any thoughts. And just continue to go down the page, grouping of words all the way down. And when you finish, you can just put the pen down and take a few breaths and just sit with whatever is there for you now. And see that symbol, just continue to, of the infinity sign, just continue to move and swirl around in your body. Notice where it wants to be in the body. Does it want to be in the heart? Does it want to move somewhere else? Maybe those stories that you just wrote down with those words are somewhere in the body. And you don't need to go searching for it. Try not to stay in your head, but just let let it intuitively happen. Let the figure eights kind of dance around and find where it is that you keep anxiety, right? Where it is that you... You are rigid, right? And just let that figure eight and those opposites that are creating the resistance, right? Be that medicine for you. Mm, this is just another step in embracing all of you. All of you, my dear friend. So I hope you enjoy that. Again, I encourage you to do this on your own. Um, taking down those instructions and then continue to do it on your own and really make this your own meditation today or, or tomorrow morning. Um, let this be a part of your ritual for a little while if you have some sort of meditation or gratitude practice or any other practice to start your day or close down your day. Let this become part of it for a little while and just see how things shift. See how you might be looking through a lens of infinity, of all possibilities, of more of the, the creating the new paradigm, less in the holding the opposites in a way that creates that resistance in the outer worlds or your inner world. Maybe you start to feel more at peace. 
And I would love to know how that goes for you. So feel free to leave a comment if you're watching this or listening to this somewhere where you can leave a comment or, you know, reach out to me through our websites, thenomadcollective.org or my own website, phoebeleona.com. And like I said before, help us spread the infinity of this teaching out into the world by liking it, by sharing it, by subscribing, by reviewing it. We would be so very grateful. Thank you so much and have a beautiful day.